friendos! Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Asian Girls Podcast. It's Lauren and Crystal, and today, by popular request, <laughs> um, we'll be talking, uh, I guess, introducing ourselves to you guys, just in case you don't know us. Um, you know, talk a little bit about who we are individually and how we became friends and why we created Awkward Asian Girls Podcast. So, so let's get into it. Um, I, <laughs> I'm already so awkward going into this, like, are we friends? Who are, who am I? I don't know who I am. <laughs> I mean. So I'm Lauren and I I'm from California, Pasadena, California, and I just recently moved to Vegas, and I am currently a freelance photographer and social media manager, and yeah. Oh, and I'm 30. (laughs) Going on 31 in October, so, (laughs) yay. Uh, And I'm Crystal. I'm also 30, grew up in the San Gabriel Valley area, um, but mainly like I would say Pasadena-ish too because a lot of, you know, our teen years and growing up years, I was over there, and that's the place yeah. everyone really knows. Well, we, were, we went to school in Pasadena, so. Yeah, it's a very popular, well-known city, you know, yeah. Rose Parade, so I feel like any... Anytime I introduce myself and I say where I'm actually from, like where I, like the city I live in, they're always just like, where? And I'm like, Pasadena, Pasadena. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's why I'm like, I'm just going to say Pasadena too. <laughs> um, what else about me? Oh, I'm an event planner. I have my own event company with my friend Shorty called Paper Planes LA. And I like to bake on the side, so... Just a fun little side hobby. Amongst your other bajillion side hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I'm a serial side hustler. I mean, both of us are. Yes. We're both We're both serial side hustlers. I forgot what it's a called. Multi-hyphen. Oh, multi-hyphenate. Due to our ADHD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> multi-hyphenate. <laughs> exactly. That should be in my bio. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's just a little snippet of who we are. I mean, you'll find out a lot more about us just per episode. Um, but yeah, should we tell them how we became friends? What is it called? Our story? What is it called? When you, like, tell the history of how you, like... I don't know. Met someone or... Our origins... No, I'm just kidding. Origin story! (laughs) It is origin story. Is it? Oh, okay. (laughs) I just thought that's more of, like, where you were, like, you're bored. I don't know. Okay, our origin story. Sure. (laughs) I guess it makes sense. So, you go. Okay, so, where we technically first met, um, we both went to the same high school in Pasadena. Um, As a little background information about me, growing up in, like, Arcadia, Pasadena area, it was a predominantly white area especially back then. Um, So a lot of my classmates were white. There were very few Asians or any other ethnicities. So when I got to high school, it was much more diverse and I didn't really have any like Filipino friends that much. 
just had a couple, but, um, very small amount. So when I got to high school, I got super excited for some reason in math class, I believe Lauren happened to be sitting right in front of me no, and I was right like, behind you. I think this girl's Filipino. Oh, sorry. <laughs> behind me. Oh, were you behind me? That was what made it so Dang, then How did I weird. see you? Exactly. It took me by How surprise. did I like, <laughs> cause I wouldn't, unless I came into class after you, it's not like we had assigned seating either. Everyone was looking around, wherever. and I think um, Katie, your friend from middle school, was kind mm. of mm-hmm. off to the side but in the back. So maybe I was in your peripheral? I don't know. But I definitely, that's like the one thing I remember is you turning around and being like, hey, are you Filipino? <laughs> <laughs> Which is how every Filipino yeah. meets each so- other. This is true, actually. I thought you were, like, making a joke, but I was like, wait, no, yeah. That is literally how we meet so many other Filipinos. How ironic. Maybe I subconsciously knew that. But, yeah, so that's that's how that happened. Very awkwardly, very true to our name. And I clearly have stayed awkward ever since then. But, yeah, that's technically how we met. And then... And then it was just meant to be. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but then we later found out. I don't even know how we got into this conversation. Or was it because I found we the We probably picture? were talking about preschool or, wait, what is it? Montessori school one day. Like where, where we went to yeah. grade school and Montessori school. Yeah. And then we found out we went to the same Montessori school in Temple City. I guess we were talking about who our friends were or our classmates. And then we found out we had the same best friend. Yeah. I think we were like, oh, how do we not know each other? Like, who do you know Mm -hmm. that we might both know? And I was like, oh, this person is my best friend. And you were like, wait, that was my best friend. Yeah. So weird. (laughs) And she was Filipino. So. (laughs) Yeah. So that was interesting. And then I later found a picture of us at a Christmas program and Lauren, I think, was literally right behind me in the picture. And it's just crazy because it's like we didn't even really, we didn't know each other. <laughs> but we were like, we were literally in each other's lives somehow before we even knew each other. So it definitely was meant to be. <laughs> I think it's fishy that our parents didn't know each other because it's very common for Filipino parents to like, yeah, know each you know, other. talk mm-hmm. and like gossip and like probably talk about other kids in the class. And other Filipinos. Well, I mean, my mom's not a gossip, really. She's not. Yeah, mine isn't either. She's not into that. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, that rules out. Yeah, that's probably But I do think it's interesting that, like, because we had the same best friend, like, my parents were friends with her parents because we would go to parties at her Mm -hmm. house. But you said you also did. So, I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. But the universe brought us back together. (laughs) (laughs) um so then yeah we were best friends all throughout high school and we just kept in touch even throughout college even though kept in touch went to school in long beach that makes that implies that we were like far from each other all the time and i feel like i just was always around you no Mm. matter what (laughs) like followed you everywhere i always went to your part your house parties yes True. Well, I was just going to say kept in touch because, well, like, technically I was in a whole new, um, I mean, obviously a new city, but, like, more towards 
the OC. I mean, Long Beach is still considered LA yeah. County. Oh, County. That's what I was thinking of. Um, but it's far. Kept in touch is such a weird way to describe it. Okay, fine. We stayed friends all throughout college. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I made we you made, feel so we distant. We made an, an effort. <laughs> we definitely kept each other in each other's lives. <laughs> I even manipulated your boyfriend <laughs> to, like, go drive to see you. Because I didn't have a car. <laughs> That's how much you love me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's toxic. I'm like, yeah, you should stay with this guy. Or wait, I guess I manipulated you. Mm, yeah, you know. kind of did too. Friend. That's also true. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, but you guys can't break mm-hmm. up because who's gonna that take me to see you? That definitely was something I remember hearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we kept with, we kept up with each other in each other's lives. So it's been like, how many years? Man, I should have calculated this before, because now I look dumb and I don't know math. But we met in 2004? <laughs> can calculate it now. 2004. Yeah. And 16 years? 17 oh, 17. Years? Sorry, sorry. 17 My years. favorite number. Wow, yeah. look at us. We should throw a big party for our 20th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have, like, I don't know how many views by then and followers that'll just be a combined celebration of our friendship that would be amazing. that would be that would oh be gosh. super cool so that's oh. our goal we have quite a few years <laughs> to go <laughs> we have three oh years we have three years to make that goal thing <laughs> so to any of our listeners <laughs> if you have any friends that want to listen to awkward asian girls you know we're right here maybe you have some awkward <laughs> asian friends that want to feel um connected to other awkward asian girls and we got you (laughs) and if you have an awkward part of yourself that is just dying to be seen because i think we all do so this is true yeah oh wait we need to say why we started the podcast oh yeah okay easy (laughs) (laughs) we talk all the time and whenever we talk it turns into a long conversation at least an hour mm-hmm. i feel like none of our conversations are quick it's like we'll ask each other something small and then it just tangents into a bunch of different topics that we feel like are relatable to a lot of people and yeah, yeah. what's funny about that is like i i didn't even really notice that we did that like it, it wasn't so so apparent to me until recently because now we're like oh man, like we could have, like we could talk about this on the podcast because now we like have the podcast finally. But I do, I, it, it stands out a lot to me now. Like when I call you and I'm like, I have a quick question. And that's how it usually always starts <laughs> when I call you. Like I have a quick little thing. And then we literally talk for hours and then now we've like pointed it out. And now I'm like, dang, like when I look back at all of our conversations, I'm like, that is so true. Like it really happens like that. And I didn't even think about that. But we never assume it's going to be long. Mm -hmm. And that's what is funny because it's like, I never think to myself, oh, Crystal's calling, like, let me, like, see what I'm doing right now. (laughs) It's just like, oh, yeah, like, whatever, I'm going to answer the phone because it's Crystal. Mm -hmm. And it just ends up being a long conversation. I know. (laughs) Justin's even like, you literally said I have a quick question and you were on the phone for an hour. (laughs) I've just been sitting here. I was like, oh, my bad. Uh, but that's how you know we have really good 
conversations. Like, we are real friends. We <laughs> trust each other. We don't assume that the other is going to burden <laughs> the other. We're just like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Quick, quick little combo. No big deal. <laughs> it's never, like, oh, my God. Why is yeah. she telling me this right now? Like, I can't handle it. It's, like, it's always super engaging and the time mm-hmm. goes by really And fast. I think that's, like, I think that says a lot about our friendship because we don't feel, like, nervous or scared to call each other one about like you know the timing wise or where it's gonna go or two like we I think probably because we've been friends for so long like we know that we're not judging each other on whatever we're talking about and I think that's why it turns into this long conversation even if it didn't start that way because we just let out our thoughts and feelings and emotions 100% completely like pure and honest and raw because we trust each other that much and that's probably why it leads into these long conversations (laughs) we just unravel so much within ourselves I feel like and I've mentioned this to so many people like I feel like I'm always constantly learning something every time I talk to you like you're always like unraveling something from inside of me and it's been like 17 (laughs) years and I'm still like unraveling so much every time I talk to you so I think um yeah, I think that says a lot about our friendship, and I literally just realized that all right now. So I'm, like, super grateful. Thanks. Yeah, and you're not the type <laughs> of friend that's, like, a like a know-it-all type of... Like, I talk to a lot of people about a lot of different things because I just genuinely enjoy conversations about mm-hmm. anything. But, yeah. like, Crystal is the type of person that she's just curious and, like, open-minded, and it's a different type of vibe than having a conversation with somebody that like knows too much about stuff or likes to preach a lot about stuff and yeah that's what makes it also so enjoyable yeah that's maybe because I'm the preachy one and you're just like what yeah Yeah, that's that that is true but that that's I think why we work so well yeah and you don't mind being the preachy one to me it's not like you're like oh my god I have to go and like help Crystal with all of her problems again like but I also have always like seen you in a very positive light compared to most people Mm. so I think that helps (laughs) which is funny because I'm always like Lauren like you've seen me in all different kinds of ways too but for some reason the positive is what sticks out to you the most all the time (laughs) I'm like oh thanks Lauren doesn't hate me (laughs) I could never it's so funny Um, I'm always like Crystal's an angel but yeah that is why we started the podcast but it took us a long time to get here because this is after you moved back from Vegas yes after I moved back from Vegas it, it was because after I moved back from Vegas, we started hanging out in person a lot again. I think also being away in Vegas, for some reason, I didn't talk to anyone. But when you moved to Vegas, you're still talking to everyone. <laughs> but when I moved, like, I didn't really talk to anyone. Um, so then when I moved back, um, well, you helped me get a job working with you. So then we, we ended up starting to spend a lot more time together again in person. So then we started having these conversations and we're like, this could be a podcast because that's when podcasts were starting to get big too. So yeah, that that's kind of where it started. So that was like 
yeah, what, three years, three or more years ago? Yeah, we definitely, we tried to do one. Mm-hmm. So I moved back from Vegas, and then Lauren ran away from me and moved to Vegas. <laughs> yep. So um, I pushed for this podcast to happen because I just wanted to bind myself to Lauren forever. <laughs> so now she can't get away from me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're stuck with me forever because once we start this and our fans, our friendos are going to be very upset if we ever break up. So, <laughs> hmm. friendos, let us know in the comments. Stop. All uh, the pressure. Okay, so, so I'm just speaking of insight, <laughs> we have some questions that our friendos have asked us on Instagram. Um, yeah. Okay. I have it open right now. <laughs> you okay. Me. Who is your best friend? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this intro explained a lot about who my key best yeah, friend if, is right now. <laughs> if this didn't tell you the answer. I also don't want to say oh. this because I feel like I'm going to get in trouble with all my other best friends. JK. I mean, <laughs> you don't only need to have one best friend. That's the key thing. We that is true a lot of best friends like we me and you have a lot of common best friends Mm -hmm. you know our high school besties we have so many group chats like that's how many best friends you know we have so I just feel like there's a lot of different parts to my personality that a select few truly understand and that I could be comfortable with and I think that's important to have because sometimes there are things that Crystal doesn't get or she can't really weigh in on, and that's where, like, another really close friend of mine will be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And to have different outlets, different people to reach out to, that has mm-hmm. helped during times when I feel alone. But to rely just on Crystal, <laughs> I would never do that to her because I value her friendship so much. And she already has so much on her plate that I wouldn't want to, not that it would be, like, a burden on her, but because I know she would care about my issues, I wouldn't want her to sometimes. <laughs> like, um, I 1000% agree with what you're saying because I, I feel like that too. I um, don't, I mean, of course, I've said this many times to you, like I, I'm always like, oh my God, thank you for listening to me. I didn't want to like unload all of this on you. Um, Obviously, 99% of the time, it wasn't planned to unload it on yeah. you. Um, but, yeah, I do have... I, I, I do, when I look back on... Not look back, but when I think about all my friends that I have, they're, they're especially because, you know, we're 30 now and growing up, like, there have been different... Yeah, things in our lives that, are, that have happened or are happening, different aspects of our lives where there's just... It just so happens that there's different people that are that are better to talk to regarding certain things than other people. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not best friends. It's just different. Like, I have, you know, my best friend um, that I worked with um, at World of Dance. Um, she's my best friend, but it's not like I'm going to talk to her about things that re- pertain to, like, situations from high school that you would know about or whatever you know what I mean like things that you would know from knowing me for so long versus something like I wouldn't tell you some work stress that doesn't make sense to you when you've never like worked with me in that type of setting you know so it's like yeah 
that that's just me re- relating to what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes we call people because sometimes we feel crazy about an issue, and mm-hmm. I guess you could say it's confirmation bias, but like you obviously call someone who's been in a similar situation, so you're like, mm-hmm. I'm not going mm-hmm. crazy, right? So, oh yeah. yes. I think everyone can relate to that. And if you say otherwise, then... You're crazy. Just kidding. You. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, We're a okay. judgment-free zone here. <laughs> Definitely judgment-free zone. So, ugh. guess Another who asked question? this? Oh, I don't know if you read that I got upset at your fiancé. I'm not even going to name him because I'm um, so upset that he asked this question. <laughs> not even going to name him. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Justin. Um, um, who are your I top... I feel like you brief... <laughs> huh? Did it have to do with music? Mm-hmm. Is that what I saw? Yeah. Oh. I don't remember exactly, but you can... Oh, you don't want to You don't want to say it? <laughs> no, I was going to ask who are your top five rappers of all time, and I told him that... Oh. I'm just going to read off his blog, because I go there to get all my information, <laughs> because I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And music is really important music to me. Music and pop culture. Yeah, and pop culture. Yeah. Like, music is really important to me. Um, my dad is a jazz musician. And it's a big part of my life, but I can't dedicate as much time to it as I would like to. So um, his blog, Late Calibration, makes it super easy for me to just catch up because it's not focused on one specific genre. It's everything. Like, from rap to country mm-hmm. to pop, it's, like, everything. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out Late Calibration. Um, <laughs> Check out his blog. Okay. You know, <laughs> <you know. laughs> oh my god, you're so awkward. Okay. Um, oh my god, these questions. The next Wait, question. Wait, so you're not going to read off of his blog? I'm just kidding. No, but right now I really <laughs> actually am into Anderson Pack. Because I told him, I took a line from his blog um, and told him, oh, this is what I'm going to say because I don't know what I'm talking about. But I actually do really like Anderson Pack recently. So it's not a top five, but it's Rapper of the Week because he's amazing. Mm. Do you have one? Rapper of the Week. Or do you have nice. like a top five? Shouldn't you know more about this stuff? Well, I mean, rappers wise, I'm not like. I'm not Justin in that sense where, like, his favorite rapper is Kanye, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a very eclectic person, <laughs> so, like, it's, like, I'm so mood-based. I'm a mood-based music listener. If you look at my Spotify, it's, like, all over the place, and Justin's is very much, like, he's so organized on his, like, Spotify and, like, how he listens to things and his playlist, and he creates so many of his own playlists, but for me, like, it because it's so mood based like sometimes I feel like listening to Nicki Minaj because it reminds me of like college days if I want to get into that mood sometimes I like Kanye especially because most of my friends will know my favorite Kanye album is 808s and Heartbreak which is like I don't know I want to say it's not a popular album from a lot of Kanye fans because it's more of Kanye singing and not rapping (laughs) so like so it doesn't count um I don't know if it counts, but, um, for me, it counts. Okay, well, (laughs) um, sorry to disappoint you, Justin. Yeah, sorry. I mean, he knows. (laughs) 
I mean... He knows who I like. Let's just say the Jonas Brothers oh my are... Gosh. Let's just pretend the Jonas Brothers... Actually, didn't Nick Jonas rap on a song? <laughs> okay, once? we're done with that question. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna... Okay, next question, dis- next question. Oh, we're gonna be disowned by <laughs> Justin. Um... <laughs> Okay. I feel like I'm like forgetting some rap like key rappers that I listen. I mean, I love Anderson Pack, um, and Childish Gambino through affiliation because Justin loves them. So I hear them a lot. But anyways, oh and Chance the Rapper. Oh I'm my gosh, wait, I do love Chance a lot um, and um Kid Cudi. <laughs> Kid Cudi was probably like How did I not say Kid Cudi? Wait, can we re record this because gonna I'm gonna get in nope, trouble. Nope. I I called it first. Okay, but my true friendos will know that I I'm love Kid Cudi. He's his favorite now. I loved Kid Cudi in high school. I like loved like, Kid Cudi. Like the soundtrack to my life. Yeah, just I don't know if that's every... even the song title. I was like, this is the soundtrack to my life. Like I was literally like, <laughs> is that was the album Man in the That's Moon? the album name. Oh, you're talking about the song. I don't name. know if that's the song name. I can just look into our closet. And look I at all the to say, all your merch. concert tees that we have, and then I can tell you all my top favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yep. cool. So we actually did get to answer that question successfully. I'm proud of us. Yay. Um, okay, so next question. Thank you, concert t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Blocking an ex or a friend on social media, is it a power move or a petty move? I think it just depends on the reason behind the blocking. That is true. Like Okay, well in most cases, I could block and I mean, I feel like it's a power move if you're trying if you know that they are keeping up with you and you want to show them that you don't care or whatever and you don't want them in your life anymore, then it's a power move, but it can't really be a power like can it be a power move if like I mean, what's your definition of power move? I think... Let me get my thoughts. Oh, Let me gather no, my thoughts. Oh, no, I was going to say, I think it's a power move because, um, well, I actually saw TikTok on this, and I kind of already believed it, but it was everything we watch, everything we look at seeps into our subconscious. Um, mm, so mm-hmm. the more we see something, the more that it's in our world, the more it affects us, even in small ways that we might not fully understand. And so, mm-hmm. um, it just holds energy to even, like, see that name or to, like, say it in our minds. And if we're trying to get over that person, mm. it's not the best way. Even if you think you, you want to be the bigger, the bigger person, like, oh, I don't need them to know that I block them. Because if they know that I block them, they're going to know I care. Okay, but you will probably mm. stop caring quicker had you blocked mm-hmm. them so yeah it it does look like you care because you do care it's hard not to care but if you want to stop caring i think the quickest way is to um remove any sort of interaction with them or trace of them mm-hmm. i was gonna say like that's what um i was trying to get to but i couldn't figure out if it was technically petty or power but i was gonna say like um i think that it's a power move in the sense where you're doing it for yourself because you don't like similar to what you were saying you know like you um it's better for you to not see their stuff it's only going to help you 
to get over it or whatever to like get them out of your life or out of your mind by doing that and that's like kind of a power move because you're for you yourself yeah whether or not they know or not um because then you're you're telling yourself that you're ready for the next steps to to get to a better place type of thing yeah yeah so I agree with you okay cool okay next question what is your biggest fear Mm. Um, I think, I think maybe right now in the current state that I'm in, I would say, uh, I would say if I'm, if I'm thinking more of like, in the sense where, because like I'm getting married soon and we're talking about getting a house and having kids and stuff, my biggest fear, like for my future would be that like I would fail as a parent like I wouldn't be a good parent in this crazy crazy world like there's a lot to it there's a lot going on and I think I probably feel like that also now because um babysitting my nephew all the time like I'm literally a secondary mother to him and I'm not even self-titling myself that my sister literally will say oh here's your second mom like go to your mom so um but that's also how me and my sister grew up we were raised by our mom like our parents and our aunts and uncles also so it's it's very not unusual for us but um yeah helping my sister raise him has made me very self-aware of like how to raise a child or like you know just the struggles and what's to come when raising a child like it it freaks me out a little bit I'm like I don't know what kind of person you're gonna become and I know like you can't control them but like flashbacks of my past and how I was raised and what my parents would tell me and all these things like it just makes me feel all this pressure like I don't want to mess up you know (laughs) yeah that's actually like what instantly came into my mind when I was thinking about what scared me the most because that is just something that you can't control really like we're not I don't think I'm smart enough to know how every action I take is going to affect um well Rob's Mm -hmm. daughter and we've been together for two years and um I've just become a lot more aware of my actions and I would consider myself a pretty fearless person um but -hmm. when it comes Mm -hmm. to like children I just get so like nervous about how my actions affect her now because she's so Mm -hmm. young like she's Mm -hmm. so innocent like if I did anything like she didn't get a choice in any of us being in her life whereas like if I fuck up your life like you have a choice to like stopping my friend you know like we all are responsible for all these things that happen to us whereas like she isn't responsible and I could do something that impacts her life in such a huge way just the way that our parents we still talk to this day about things that happened to us when we were five or six and she's Mm -hmm. about to turn six yeah and it's like she's going to be talking about this with her friends when she's 30 and Mm -hmm. how we affected her and that just terrifies me and like I'm sure that by the time she's 30 she's going to have understood 
that we're all human, but that's a long ass time to wait (laughs) to know Mm -hmm. if it all turned out okay. Yeah. So that's really stressful for me. It's a lot though. Like, I don't want to say, you know, there's a lot of pressure on parents for sure. Like you are raising them through a lot of crucial years of their life. But then I also know that, like, when I look at me and my sister, we were raised in the same house with the same parents, but me and my sister are very different people, and we were raised by the same parents. So sometimes I feel like, I mean, there comes a point where it's the way you were raised, but also who your kids end up being around too, growing up, like who their friends are who they're influenced around or influenced by and who they're around, I think also plays a huge part. And that's part of the, that's part of it where it's like, we can't fully control their lives and what happens with them. There's just only so much that a parent can do to try to prepare their kids to be a good person or whatever they're trying to, you know, instill in their kids so that when they get to the point where they get to pick and choose their friends and who they hang out with and what they do, you would hope that you instilled enough good in them and taught them enough to make better decisions yeah (laughs) yeah there's just like obviously a lot of levels to raising kids and I think that's why it's so stressful like it's not when people are just like popping out babies left and right and and being so young like I feel like it's a lot of stress I think people don't understand (laughs) like you like that's a responsibility you have to raise a human being into this world yeah and you and I were just talking about this earlier how like there's a lot of pressure on us now that we're 30 to have children or like why don't we have children and I was Mm. saying that you know just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do Mm -hmm. something um like I was relating it to talents just because you have a talent doesn't mean you're mentally equipped to pursue what comes with the territory so just like a parent, it's not not gonna be easy. So that's why it's so I'm so terrified. But yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so on a lighter <laughs> a lighter note and a definitely more awkward <laughs> note. <laughs> um what turns you on? Like what's your biggest oh kink in a guy? That'll oh, be our last question. <laughs> um the first okay the first thing that comes to mind only because like it's not like I think about these things a lot (laughs) I mean if you as a friendo on the podcast if you don't know me or you're getting to know me like I'm opposite from Lauren in these topics I feel (laughs) I just like I'm not like I don't know I don't know how to describe me in that sense but um I guess I'm very PG, maybe (laughs) PG-13, but uh, the first thing that comes to mind, because, like, this is the only thing I think I could have ever think of whenever people ask me something like this question, um, it's not really a kink, but what, but what turns you on? I guess turns me on, or not, I don't know, I don't know if it really turns me on, but what I think is super hot when I see in a guy is, and I don't know. I don't want Justin to feel any type of way if he hears this, but he's heard this before. Um, I tell him all the time how I think guys who play the drums are super hot. 
What? Um, but that could go for people who play instruments in general. I didn't know this about you. <laughs> you didn't? No. You? What? Really? You've never... Jonas plays the drums. Okay, yeah, but... Um, that... Um, there was a guy in band that I thought was super cute in high school, but he was, like, two grades younger than us, and April would always make fun of me. Our friend April would always make fun of me, because I'd be like, oh my god, he's so cute. I don't know. Because he played the drums. Um, <laughs> I, I think so. Because he wasn't, like, that cute in general. But then he played the drums, and then I thought he was, like, also a really nice guy. So, like, for me, you know, looks don't mean that much to me. But when your personality comes out, like, you can be a really hot guy, but have a shitty personality, and I'll think you're super ugly. And everyone be like, this guy's super hot. And be like, no, he's not. But that's because I'm, like my eyes like just see personality so like I think he was um yeah I thought he had a really good not that I talked to him that much April's gonna listen to this and be like girl you didn't even talk to him (laughs) but I would see him when all of band would be with choir and I thought he was super nice so I thought he was cute and he also played the drums um yeah I don't know why like a lot of guys that play the drums I'm like oh he's hella cute but um, because I've told this to Justin because in the Disneyland parade, there's one specific parade, the Sound Stational Parade, where they have like drummers and Mickey's even drumming, and I'm just like, oh, look at those drummers, and Justin's like rolling his eyes because he knows. Oh my that gosh, I like you drummers. really are turning this into a PG conversation. <laughs> I can't I told with you. you. I don't like what I, Disneyland. Oh, I put Mickey Disneyland Mouse playing the drums. Where did this take a turn? Okay, what not is that I thought happening. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Know, I'm just describing the parade to you because <laughs> I don't think you've seen it. But yeah, see, I told you I'm a very PG thirteen Max. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, anything else yeah, other that's all than I can think of. okay? Well, mine is actually or basketball players because I love basketball. <laughs> yeah. People who play sports. Tall people. Oh, Go sports. okay. No? Yeah, tall yeah? people. I mean, Justin's tall. Yeah. Yeah, Justin is tall. I think like I should have just described Justin. <laughs> I think anything with music. People who love music. I think anything with yeah. music is hot. Like, I mean, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. my dad is a musician, so music was a big part of my life, and it's just such mm-hmm. a like sexy thing in general. Like, music can put you in a mood. Oh yeah, like playing the guitar and like yeah. singing to you. And so yes, I don't think sure. I don't think my boyfriend knows this, but. Um, how many boyfriends have I had? Like, I think three out of four. <laughs> three out of my four boyfriends um, have been amazing singers. So, <laughs> and like, when I, um, when I met Rob, I didn't know he was a singer. So, like, I just saw him from across the room and I was like, you're hot. Went on a date and then he told me he sang. And I was like, wow, like manifesting. <laughs> but like in terms of kinkiness I think like being like a dominant personality um that's really hot to me like I feel like in sorry my I sorry fuck okay so yeah I think (laughs) I think having like 
in bed, in terms of being in bed, like, having a more dominant personality is a turn-on. Like, I don't want, like, a, like, a, a little, like, moaner, like, high-pitched, like, because I've yeah. had those experiences and I'm like, no. High-pitched? Yes, high-pitched, okay. <laughs> I'm like, that is not a turn-on. Um, that is funny. Yeah, just taking control. But you don't have to be like that mm, in... Yeah outside of the bedroom like actually please don't be like that outside of the bedroom because I'm a very independent person I love my freedom and actually the biggest turn off for me is if you try to control me in any way shape or form Mm, like that is the biggest turn off so yeah gotta be able to like switch up the roles in terms of in the bedroom and out of the bedroom um Mm. (laughs) there's a two part to this question um, but I don't oh, know gosh. if I should, like, mention it, but, um, it asks, <laughs> it asks if it leads to squirting, and that's, like, super awkward. <laughs> and the answer is yes, oh so that is my answer. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. Thanks for... Yeah, for learning about us and getting to know us. Yeah. If you related to this at all, let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback, and please rate us five stars. Yes. Um... So, yeah. Okay. Thanks (laughs) for listening. Bye, friendos. Until next week. (laughs) Bye.